All right, listeners, this is Duck and the Usher, a podcast about movies. My name is Josh. I'm I'm Fish. I'm sorry, I started. I couldn't, I couldn't help but laugh because you kind of sound like a like a strip club DJ in the beginning there. Oh really? Yeah. Let's give it up for Lexus. Up next is Candy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're doing a pretty fucked up movie today. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think it's funny because uh, where we live, they're doing like the Christmas tree lighting downtown. Yeah, and I, I went to go get food, and everyone's all happy and jolly, and oh, it's Christmas. And then yeah. we're gonna talk about this. We're going to come talk about this depressing Ooh, shit. Yeah. I was thinking this is a good rainy day movie, and today just wasn't one of those days. No, today it's actually really nice out. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, what did you? I'm going to tell, tell you what I watched. I watched a crap ton of stuff this week. I've been watching... Well, go, you had, go ahead and start. Mine's not that interesting. So, so of course, The Mandalorian. We've been talking about that area. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, the Imagineers thing that's on Disney+. Plus yeah, is you really keep talking good. about that. Dude, I love to it. watch it now. It's really good. But I did go out and saw a movie. What did you see? I saw A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Oh, when did you see that? Uh, when I was hanging out with my wife and my mother-in-law. We went and saw it up in Mount Dora. It okay. was really good. Was it real good? Yeah, I liked it. Tom Hanks is just... He's a national fucking treasure, man. He's awesome. Like, they're just gonna... I think they're just gonna put him in the Smithsonian. Just yeah, him. Just him. And he's just gonna be in a glass case. This is the most likable guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, oh, check him out. And also Netflix, they have this, you know, the toys that made us, that show? Yeah, I love that show. They came up with a new one. It's called The Movies That Made Us. Okay. It's pretty good. I need Maybe to watch, we watch that the, now. Uh, we should totally I, watch that. We should watch the Die Hard one, because I watched the other ones, but okay. my wife has never seen Die Hard. You've got to be... I know. Shitting me. I know. I'm like, uh, I think that's a failure as a husband. That <laughs> it, uh, she hasn't seen it. I don't know if I own that movie. I should. Many would argue it's a Christmas movie. I, I'm firmly in the Christmas movie. So am I. Camp, so am for I. Sure. Yeah. Even though the director's like, it's not a Christmas movie. Oh, it's a fucking Tiernan? Christmas movie. I mean, I guess by that logic, every Shane Black movie is a Christmas movie. Because <laughs> you ever, ever notice every one of his movies take is Christmas time. Yeah, that's true. Chris, Chris, bang, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. Takes place. Yeah. Iron Man 3. Predator. Yeah. It's always was that Christmas. Uh, he didn't. He was in the first one. He didn't. Do no, the, the newest one. one. Uh, I think so. I think yeah. If or if it wasn't, there's at least some kind of some kind of Christmas Christmas iconography Christmas in there somewhere. I'm in a cursing mood today, so fuck yeah, shit, piss, shit. cunt, damn, cocksucker, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I didn't watch a whole lot. I, I've watched the same shit you did. I also watched. Um, I, since Disney Plus has been a thing, I've just been kind of like. Rewatching the Marvel movies, I know, I know. Everyone watched Endgame a couple, couple weeks ago. Like, Marvel movies aren't cinema, or or, or that's what Scorsese oh. said. Oh no, I did watch. I did watch the Irishman. Oh, the, that's right. Okay, I got three put, and a half hours of my life. I need like an appointment to watch that movie. God, it's so <laughs> damn long. It's like, sorry, I can't hang out with you guys tonight. I'm committed to watching the Irishman. It was tonight. good. I didn't like the way it ended. Yeah, and just kind of fucking ends. It seems so like just in the pocket Scorsese that I'm almost a little like kind of, I've never even seen it yet, but I, I, I don't think I'm that interested, but it's, it, I, it is, I will watch it. Cause everyone's saying it's cool. It's a nighttime movie. Like you've got nothing better to do. Eh, it's just, eh. it's like a movie you watch one time and then you just put it on for atmosphere. Like later when you're cleaning the house. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it's yeah, like the weather know. channel of movies. <laughs> the golf channel. <laughs> and uh, next Robert De Niro is murdering a man. So uh, on hole five. Yeah, I am really, I'm really upset uh, that I haven't gotten my ass up to go see Doctor Sleep. Yet. I know you keep talking about it. I know, done it yet? I'm fucking up. And like Knives Out is out there now too. Ryan Johnson's new jam that looks pretty. I heard it got good reviews. I like yeah. the cast. I'm, I'm standing 
least like half of that cast. You know? I, I never saw the Joker, and I just saw it's coming out on DVD soon, so I'm like, I guess I'll just go buy it. Yeah. It came out pretty go quick. See it. Yeah, it did. Our movie today. Uh, yeah, we're doing The Good Son. The Good Son, 1993, starring Macaulay Culkin, Elijah Wood, a couple other people, which well, we'll Wendy talk Cruson, about. Yeah, know. David Morris. We'll definitely talk about these actors, because I love me through Elijah it. Wood. Um, um, this is a rated R film. Indeed. Uh, this is... Uh, I, I do want to mention... You know, there's something that Roger Ebert said about this movie. And I'm going to say it at the very end because yeah, I was not happy. I'm going to say oh, it at the Ebert's very end. Of, yeah, okay. Ebert's take on the film. Ebert. Yeah. Uh, the budget for this movie, 17 million. 17, yeah. It made uh, 60, 60. 60. So by and large, it's a pretty successful movie, I think, critically and commercially. Uh, I just think this is one of those movies that, like, Maybe people have forgotten about. And it was actually, uh, this was a suggestion from by one of our patrons. It was Hulka, right? God, Mr. Chris Hulka, yes. And by the way, I'd like to give like a warm shout out to all of our patrons who we got out there. Jared Kapiak, Shea Abramo, Derek Marin. Am I missing anybody? Um, Chris Hulka. Chris Hulka. There's a few other people. And again, guys, if you are part of the Patreon just for a dollar a month, uh, I, I made these stickers, and I've only sent one out to yeah, Shay. Give us your address. We got stickers, fools. Yeah. So if you're, if you're part of your the binder. Patreon, like you know, you should be part of the Facebook group. Just PM me or send me an email. Yeah. Duck in the Usher Gmail or it. something. Um. So yeah, this movie uh is oh. uh, as a '93. What What are some good movies that came I out? Just that looked year? it up because I didn't do Fantastic. it earlier. That's what I was like. <laughs> I'm gesturing. Yeah, fish. Like, come on, talk a little bit. Well, Groundhog's Day came out. Leave some of the magic to, to us. Yeah, yeah. Groundhog's Day, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, The oh, Fugitive, uh, Philadelphia came I love out that all year. All of those movies. Mrs. Doubtfire, Hocus Pocus, A Bronx Tale. The oh, list shit. just goes on. Demolition Man. That's in, good. The, in the line of fire, that's a movie I want to do. I actually have the DVD sitting right there, behind me. There are a couple that this led me to that I definitely want to talk about. Yeah, the firm. There's a, there's a bunch of Adam Stanley values. You ever go on like those rabbit holes when you're looking All up the, the movie you're watching, and then you end up like, oh shit, this oh, fucking movie. last action hero came out that year. Oh hell too. yeah, that's a great movie. I'm surprised Schwarzenegger and Culkin never like did a movie together. Yeah, could you like could, then? Then not now. Could now you now could you imagine weird. instead of uh, John Candy and Uncle Buck, it was uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Going to flip the pancake. Come on. <laughs> get back in your in your mouse and get out of here. Did you do a little drinking this morning. <laughs> Hi, fuck you. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, ninety three, awesome year. Um, I think I was six, five. Uh, f- I was five. I can't math right now. <laughs> well, you're three years older than me, right? Uh, two, two years, years older. So yeah. you were seven in ninety three. I was born in '88. I went to I went into kindergarten in '92. So okay, yeah, I was five. All right, roughly. We were young and we were young and I didn't see this movie till I was uh, probably a teenager. I, think I was I saw seven. It in high school. I had this you on VHS seven? when I really yeah, I had this on VHS. This is pretty dark. Like it's not terribly violent, but it's all the the thematic elements of this that I don't know if I would have been able to handle it at seven. Well, let's jump into it. Let's jump. Uh, 20th Century Fox. Dun, dun. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to continue because we don't want Fox or Disney to sue us. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. I do have a little, like, a brief synopsis. Yeah, no, like, go, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Do I, that. I, I don't right think we here. did that last time. Sort of like time. an opener, yeah. <coughs> no, I totally did. I did that last one. Did you? Yeah, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just trying stuff out. Anyway, The Good Son is a psychological thriller directed by Joseph Rubin and written by an English novelist, Ian McEwen. Uh, saying that one was fun. Ian McEwen. Ian McEwen. 
Ian, Ian McEwen. Anyway, it stars <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, Elijah Wood, Wendy Crewson, and David Morrison. It was released on September 24th of 93, which is mentioned. Uh, Mark is played by Elijah Wood, who just experienced the death of his mother. His father, Jack, is heading to Tokyo to land a business deal that would set him up and, and him and Mark up nicely and ensure that they would uh, be able to grieve together and they wouldn't have to spend so much time away from his son. Uh, during that time, Mark stays uh, with his aunt and uncle in Maine and befriends uh, Henry, his cousin. They're about the same age. And while they get along uh, great at first, Mark starts to realize that something is very wrong when Henry starts to display psychopathic behavior and an unhealthy predilection with death. Wow, that's a heavy synopsis. <coughs> yeah. You dying over there? <coughs> I had a little jazz cabbage before we started. <laughs> you know, just to take the edge off. <laughs> so it begins with, like, it actually, this movie has intro credits, which you don't really see that much. Yeah, it's kind of um, an old school start. It's just black screen black with screen, text. white credits, yeah. And, like, an overture. It's like a soft piano kind <laughs> of playing. And, and on, some yeah. of my clips, like, the musical score is pretty good it's on pretty this. It's pretty good, yeah. Do you know who did the musical score? You know what? I read it earlier, and I didn't think I would need to write it, it down. No, here you right. go asking me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it opens up on... Um, a character named Mark, that's Elijah Wood, mm -hmm. okay, and he's kind of standing in this, like, barren, not a desert, it's it's very, uh, totally like, it's like Sedona desert. He's on, like, rock outcroppings or something. Yeah, yeah, like, it's, it's the, like, the, the south, southwest. <clears throat> yeah, is it not Arizona? Southwest. Yeah, they're, southwest, they're, Arizona. They're in Nevada. Oh, is it Nevada? I did look that okay. up, yes, they're in Nevada. So, um, he... You find out, like, uh, and then it kind of cuts to him seeing his mom, his mom is dying in a hospital, mm -hmm. I mean, she's dying. Right. And she dies. Yeah, pretty, pretty simple, much. pretty Doesn't easy. He, like, make a promise to her. He's yeah, like, I'm never gonna let you die, and then well, she and, does, and he and he feels like he broke his promise. Well, she says that you know I'll always Child's be with promise. you. She says that to him. Yeah, you know that old chestnut. You <laughs> only say that old chestnut. <laughs> that old pistachio. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, and then and then they have the funeral for yeah. the mom, and this is where we meet. Um, it's David Morse. His yeah, dad his name is Jack, Jack right? Yeah. yeah, he's got that '90s dad hair. Who is it? It's Michael David. Uh, David Morse. David Morse, and yeah. you would recognize this guy. He's been in a oh hell yeah, rap ton of things. You got that written. Yeah, down, I got right? it all yeah. here. David Morse was in the Green Mile, Contact, The Hurt Locker, Disturbia, uh, The Langoliers, which was a. He still looks the same. He just has hair shit. in this one. Yeah, the long kiss goodnight, and he was in the Rock. He's always. I was gonna say he, he plays a military guy quite a bit, but he he's good at like just being a. A good supporting character actor. He's, he's in quite a bit of shit. I liked him in The Green Mile. I did, too. He was like Tom Hanks' right-hand man type yeah, of Yeah, he's got that sort of... Uh, he's got like that that trustworthy guy presence. You yeah, know? It's, a good, it's a good depth it's character. Like I'd, I'd, I'd borrow your lawnmower. So Jack... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he'll return it. And, he'll, and he will return it, yeah. That guy there, he returned my cup of sugar. <laughs> so anyway. Jack um, Jack ends up... He has to go to Tokyo. So they're at the right. funeral. He's talking to his, his brother. brother yeah. His brother about it. He's like, I know you gotta go to Tokyo. We'll take uh, Mark. Right. And, uh, you know... And Jack's like, I don't want to leave him. Yeah. His mom just died. But he has to do this Tokyo gig because it's pretty much... It's a big... Him, it's a big, like, sell for him. We don't really know right. what he does. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's never some specified. big business, but he does tell Mark, he's like, you know, if I do this, I'll never leave right. because like it'll set him up for life. Right. Type yeah. Of deal. It'll it'll be uh, it'll enable him to, to stay home and not have to travel as frequently to for whatever this nest egg will offer him. And so they decide to drive and they're driving to Maine pretty much. We got the Rippers. Yeah. And driving to Maine. And uh, uh, while they're doing like this really cool road trip, uh, what is it? Uh, Mark kind of gets <clears throat> upset. At one point, yeah, and he he's, ends up like hopping out of the car. 
Well, he's he's buried in his Game Boy, and it's, his dad really wants to make some kind of connection with him. Yeah, he's like, look around, you're missing all this cool scenery. Yeah, and- they're both grieving, and it's the only time like things are like this whole movie kind of has this like kind of dark gray tonal like thing going on, and this is like you know there's a lot of like color like in the beginning. In the beginning, and then when they get to Maine, it's just, just, then it's just blue. Yeah. yeah. So he's trying to make connection with his son. Um, I mean, as you would, they're both grieving. The his wife and his mother died, and pulls over on the side of the road and says, you know, tries to have a little heart to heart with him. And, and Elijah in his, you know, in a, a child's logic, he's like, she's going to come back or something. He's just in denial of her, of her. Yeah. No, he's grieving. You know. So he runs out uh, of the car and goes and stands in a little patch of desert to reflect. Yeah. He tends to reflect a lot. <laughs> yeah. He likes staring at deserts. Yeah. Which he's is like Dawson, which, 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 well, which, <laughs> which later, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, they basically, they make it to Maine. Yeah. And this is, it's just awesome. Fuck you house. You know, like it's a big one. Three stories next to the bay. It's like a family heirloom kind of house. Yeah. It's really nice. And we meet, um, we meet the, the dad. Yeah. The that's uncle Wallace. Wallace. Well, he, he was the one yeah. that he was, you know, he was talking, talking to, to earlier. Funeral, yeah. Um, we meet, uh, his aunt who is, what was her name? Her name is Susan. Susan. There's all Evans. Uh, Wallace Evans, Jack Evans, Mark Evans. Henry Evans and Susan Evans. Susan, I didn't write that down for some reason because I was really. Uh, she's played film. by Wendy Crewson. Wendy Crewson, um, I I didn't realize I liked as much as I did because she was in Air Force One, The Sixth Day. It was like probably my favorite. Well, uh, one of our patrons commented on something on that. On, uh, I think one of the Facebook groups. He's like, oh yeah, she's you know, oh, one of my okay. favorites in this, this, pro- and this. Probably Derek. Yeah, I think it was Derek. He's always he, he's got he's he's like a rolodex of movies in his brain. <laughs> uh, Bicentennial Man. Santa Claus and uh, the show Due South and and we were we talked about Tom Hanks a little bit. She was in the movie Mazes and Monsters. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking that about. Yeah, okay. yeah, because we were going back and forth. I'm like, we totally need to do Mazes and Monsters because that is a shit film. Yeah, that and it's like Tom Hanks is like first, very one. first, I think. Yeah, just oh, one of what them. A bad movie. And nobody like nobody really talks about it that much, and I'm, I'm surprised you know about it. That's oh cool. yeah, no, I actually I'm not. I think I own that on VHS too, and I remember do you really? like, oh cool. I was like, oh man, I want to watch this, and I was like, I want the we hour got, and a half of my life back. We definitely got to cover that, and I, I heard some like rumblings about a, a D and D movie getting made again oh so god be a good hopefully it's not to, as bad as that a good one to revisit we we also meet um connie who is uh the young daughter yes um and that is actually macaulay culkin's real life sister that's right quinn quinn uh don't really need to talk about her she didn't really do that much she well she, she had, she had, a, like, she had a, a pretty young, younger career right oh I don't, really, I don't think she had much i don't of think she had at all it, after this because looking on you couldn't really find anything imdb for credits it just said we to have a uh like a like a headshot oh it's just like a Please, um, please place and then we there. meet Henry, and Henry is played by the one, the only Macaulay Culkin. Yes, and <clears throat> I don't. Do you really need to talk about Macaulay Culkin? I don't if think you we don't do. know who Macaulay Culkin is, I mean, I will. I will. I will alone. point out some of this stuff. Uh, I think maybe people forget definitely about like the Page Master. Oh, I was in that. I, we watched that a couple of years ago. I, I used to love that movie. It would have been a great video game. The Page oh, Master. Yeah. Can you imagine? A good, was it not? I don't. Maybe for like Super Nintendo, but I'm saying nowadays oh, okay. they make that. They, that would be an okay movie to remake. Yeah, get kids back into books. Do you remember? Uh, he was in the Nutcracker. Don't remember that. Um, getting even with Dad with Ted Danson. Remember that one? Nope. No. <laughs> uh, Party Monster. He did later. It was like 2005 when he did that one. Of course, Uncle Buck, Home Alone. My girl, my girl, which is another was, just the first one. It's a tearjerker. Yeah, my girl too didn't really like do much for me. Well, he can't really be in the second one. Yeah, <laughs> spoilers it's on that film. Just a bunch of bees <laughs> following her around, taunting her. The bees. 
Uh, he it was even early in his career before he was like really like had the uh, the bankability that he that he has had. Um, he was also like in Jacob's Ladder, which which is a really crazy movie that I think we should also cover. I that's think a good that's, movie. Well, his well, dad, his dad was a theatrical actor, and basically, oh, like, I got a, I got a good chunk of Kit Culkin stuff oh, right man. in here yeah, for no, us when yeah. we get to it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so movie. we continue on. Uh, Henry kind of shows up. This is the Macaulay Culkin character, Henry. So really, we're going to be talking about Mark <clears throat> and Henry a lot. Mark is Elijah. Henry right. is Macaulay. Okay. Oh man. Um, we meet the first thing we meet at Henry. He's wearing like this kind of paper mache mask and he's like boo yeah type of thing and he's kind yeah, of being like, all yeah, i made one for you he's being all fun you know and yeah. they have like they have the typical main <clears throat> dinner it's these, like a spider he's got to lure you in yeah and, and they're having dinner it's like this giant it made me hungry i wanted some lobster i mean this thing was massive i don't understand how people eat lobster you don't like lobster i don't fucking like it at all mm, delicious it's just giant ocean bugs on a plate in the red so and you know <laughs> the Henry and Mark, they kind of start getting along. They're like kicking each other under the table as yeah, kids kid do, stuff. you know, just horse play. <clears throat> um, his dad has to go. So his dad right. leaves and he's like, uh, he tells him, play with Henry. Have a great time. Yeah, I'll be back in two <clears throat> weeks. It'll go by like that. It'll be go by real quick. Right. And Mark seems pretty cool with it. Yeah. And, you know, um, Mark wakes up in the kind of wanders into another room, right? Oh yeah. So at one point he's kind of just looking around the house and you see um Susan, the the aunt, is um in a room. It looks like a little kid's room. And she's like just kind of mobiles or mobiles. Or no, she's not in there. He just things? sees the room. Yeah, it's like a little baby's room. Yeah. But you're like maybe There's you, no baby. There's no baby. You maybe think maybe it's the sister's room. You know, she's, really she's a little too old for cribs and mobiles and all that. Is that what those things are called? Mobiles. Uh, well, I think a mobile, a mobile or mobile or I think that's just the name, the name brand. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that's what because it's mo, it moves. I just, oh, I don't know. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> moms, yeah. moms, moms, help yeah. us out here. <clears throat> um, they end. Uh, they have they, Mark wakes up. He sees Henry playing outside. Yeah. He basically skips breakfast, goes plays mm-hmm. with Henry. Um, and they go to the treehouse. Henry's oh. like, oh, come, you got to come see my treehouse. And Connie's kind of, you know, the little sister type of thing. Yeah, she's tagging that. along. Yeah. yeah. And this is not, we've talked about treehouses like <clears throat> in Ernest Scared Stupid. How, when you see a treehouse, it always looks really good in movies. This one does not look good. You can definitely tell a child built it. It does yeah, not look and stable. It, and it's dangerously and it's, high. It's like 150 feet up in the air or wow. something. I think it's realistically, it was probably like 40. It was a pretty yeah, tall tree. Yeah, it's right. far enough for a kid to break both legs. And uh, they're climbing up. Macaulay called it. Henry is first, and Mark kind of. And it's a weird like way up too. You got to like come around the yeah. edge. It's I not have very a, safe. I have a little clip to play. Um, uh, Mark or Henry makes it to the top, and Mark kind of slips a little bit, and mm-hmm. we kind of get the first little inkling of uh, Henry's character. You go. You think you could fly? So, yeah, Mark kind of slips. Henry grabs him and then doesn't pull him up right away. He gives no. that thing like, hey, if I let you go, you think you could fly? Yeah. You know, a little creepy. 
Then they get up and they're like laying on their backs. So they start giggling like, ah, we're just playing yeah, around. Yeah, just a little, little fun time. <clears throat> Uh, they, the, they, there is an interesting, yeah. uh, I think, choice with choosing or for Henry being named Henry. Named Henry. I can speak. I can do it. Trust me. Uh, Henry actually means ruler of the house. Mm. So, and that's sort of like, you know, real fitting with this. Uh, him as the antagonist. I did not know that. Yeah. That's what Henry Something means. to that effect. It's my dad's middle name. Oh, fun. Yeah. A little nugget there for you people out there. If you want to know about my personal life. If you're hungry. <laughs> nuggets. Nuggets. A little pistachio nut. So don't they, where do they go? They go to this? an they abandoned warehouse. Like all of his like little places he bombs around every yeah. day when he's doing his nefarious childhood shit. They he goes to, they go to a, a warehouse. They start breaking glass in this old warehouse. Um, guy finds them. Old childhood vandalism. Yeah, old childhood vandalism. We, we all did that. Have or you something. done that? I, I don't think I rocks at windows. Uh, not around here. I don't. I mean, I've, I've, I've done some I've stupid done, like, some stuff. abandoned uh, like houses and stuff, but I've never like been inside like an industrial. No, I don't think there's any building around here. just smashing things up. Um, they kind of get not really caught. Guy walks in. Oh, what are you kidding? Yeah, do you lost little bastards. Yeah, you hooligans. Listen, they go over to his graveyard well, right? And then uh, Henry whips out a cigarette. I don't think yet. Yeah, they he, is it is it the, it's shortly after that because they like run, oh yeah okay they I, run back. I thought it was the dog for some reason. No, no, no. okay, yeah. So That's they, the next day. Yeah, they go to, like, through a cemetery, and there's a well there, and Henry reaches in, pulls out, like, a tin, and he they spark up a smoke, yeah, they pretty much. Yeah, they a cigarette. And, and did you get the trivia on that? Cause, I did, yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, the cigarette was... It's uh, not real tobacco, because you no. can't have children smoking in films. Yeah. Uh, well, they made a lot of choices in this movie that made me think, like, wow, their parents must have really had to, like... Sign off like on some sign shit. off on uh, some, yeah. some crazy shit. Like, so the cigarette was just an empty tube filled with uh, dried parsley and lettuce leaves. Yeah. And so I, I think them actually, awful. oh, yeah, them coughing is probably like a What do real they use thing. for like prop weed in movies? Um, it's like a tobacco base. Because mm-hmm. I, I know I, Grandma's Boy, I remember like watching a thing on that. Uh huh. And they talk about like how disgusting it was. Ugh, and they got to pretend to enjoy it. Yeah. Shit. And like in doing take after take, they're like, oh, it's so <clears> bad. <throat> yeah. I'm getting headaches. I mean, I, I guess in California now you could actually. When you, you make use it, you weed when you feel it, I'm guessing. I mean, people probably have to. I heard that like Snoop snuck his own weed onto the set of Half Baked. Oh, probably. Why not? <laughs> um, they, so the next morning is when they go. Well, they, they go to their, bed, yeah. and you know they're in the room, they're laughing, they're still having a good time. So the yeah. dynamic is pretty much there. Um, tomorrow, <clears throat> oh yeah, and Henry says, uh, uh, yeah, Henry says that tomorrow will be even better. Yeah. You know, and also there's like there's a couple of like quiet scenes where <clears throat> Henry is asking very like prying questions about Mark's mother's death. Yeah, this is like this affinity for like death and 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 you're slowly people dying. yeah you're slowly getting little entryways into yeah. his mind and you're like okay something's not right. He mentions Richard, his brother, who had died, had drowned, I think, in his bathtub. Did they mention that already? Or something I don't think they mentioned that because he said yet. he tries to get a look. He's like, you mentioned that his sibling had died while asking Mark about his mom and said he couldn't get a good look. He wanted to look at the dead yeah, body. I, I remember that scene, but I don't think that's yet. I, it's, you well, have it written the way I have it written in the course of the, the events of the yeah, movie. Sure. I, I have it in there. Okay. Because they, they have more attention. than one scene there, right? Yeah, they have a bunch of different scenes in that. The next day, I know um, they're walking down like a bridge that mm-hmm. goes kind of over the bay, over like, you know. Yeah. And this crazy dog pretty much dog is chases chases them down and they they get to like the end of the 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 bridge shut the gate and the dog's like 
Yeah, he's losing nuts. his damn mind. And like Macaulay Culkin gets like right up to him. Yeah, and, and starts, starts barking, barking at back him. at him in and the like, face. And like this kid is nuts. Yeah, he's fucking crazy. Uh, this is um, oh yeah. Okay, so this is the part where um, they go back to the house and they see they see Susan at the cliff. Right, she's chilling on her little cliffside. Yeah, on her like widow's peak sort of. of. Type of thing. I don't realize yeah, the, the same. Band. Yeah, yeah. And the, and that's when they talk about. Oh, she goes out there to oh, because of the to think of Richard. The, Richard, the and baby. then that's when they have that little discussion. Richard was also. You only see him a photo of him, but that's also Rory. Yeah. Rory Culkin. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Culkins, man! They're yeah. everywhere. <clears throat> um, Mark and Henry go to Henry's shed. And he shows them a homemade crossbow. Yeah, it's like a. Like a potato gun that shoots like railroad spikes or something. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It looks and gnarly. I know there's some trivia on what his sight was. Did you? Get oh that? yeah, it's a it's the uh, hood ornament from a Buick Riviera. There you go. Yeah, so I was looking <laughs> at that. You can definitely see it. You're like, what is that? Ah, uh, sights off because he tries shooting at a cat, right? Yeah, he's like he sees the cat, and then um he's like, don't you know? Of course, Mark is like, don't hit it, don't hit it. Yeah, and uh, you know he. Basically, he's aiming right at the cat. But yeah, it, it, it's it off. lands like it hits a tree behind the cat. You know, the cat's like right next to the tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like what, like five <clears throat> inches above its head. The cat doesn't even move. It's just like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> kind of weird. So then, uh, yeah, and then, yeah, he's, he's like, like, I and gotta he got, yeah, I got to fix the sights on this thing. <clears throat> and then you know that he's been murdering kitty cats. Uh, Mark goes to therapy. Yeah, which is I, weird. They don't even discuss that. He just yeah, showed, it just cuts to a scene of Mark sitting down with this old lady. Was it mentioned somewhere in the uh, in like some exposition that we missed? Maybe we missed it. I didn't see anything. I didn't see it. Suddenly he's just at this house. I was like, he just. I thought it was a, the the neighbor just knocking on the window and saying, "Come inside." Yeah, and I was like, "Why is he going inside?" No, yeah, and, I, and then that's you find what I thought it would be therapist. like the grandmother or something. No, it's his therapist. Yeah. You know, trying to help him out. Uh, and uh, so he, he's you find out like Mark is pretty restless and uh, he's got a lot of memories of his mother. This is where he has the bad dream, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, and it, he has this bad dream and he kind of yeah. wakes up and he kind of goes downstairs and he sees like a white robe kind of go by and he's thinks like, it's his mom. Mom, mom goes down. It's just his aunt Susan. Yeah. And uh, he he's. So they have they have a little moment. They have a little moment. They're the hugging stairs. and kissing, and you know, and then I don't know if they're kissing. Well, you know, she's hugging him, just kissing oh, him yeah, on the yeah. head, like, like, so, uh, soothing him <clears> type of thing. Yeah, they're not going like. <laughs> no, it's not that kind of movie. The good son, <laughs> you know. Um, and he's kept saying he's like, "I knew you'd be back. I knew you'd be back," because his mom said, "I'll always be with you." So he, right. he kind of now is thinking that his aunt is yeah. got the spirit of his mother in yeah. her. And Henry sees this happening, yeah. and you kind of see this disgusted look on his face like don't touch my ma yeah and he's real he's real controlling and manipulative and uh you even like see how he uh is super possessive of things like that's even like a like a major reveal later but he he doesn't like it when people mess with his things <clears throat> uh this is and then the next morning uh mark and henry go play again with the crossbow mm-hmm. and uh henry ends up shooting the dog yeah, that was chasing them earlier, and he's like, "Oh, I didn't mean, you know." And then I was it, just trying to scare. it. I was just so, trying to scare yeah. it. Yeah, and then they end up like taking the dog, wrapping it up, and then bringing it to the well, dropping the dog in the well. How did no? There's no adult paying attention <clears throat> to children wrapping up a no, dead dog dude. in the middle of a bay. Not at all. Fucking man. You ever watch? Uh, you ever seen that movie, Kids? Uh, I don't think so. There's like no adults in that whole movie, <laughs> and these kids are these little kids are just like doing some fucked off shit. These kids are badass. And, like, I swear, like, 90s kids 
Just I well, even look how far they went away from the house. How they they got to be like twelve years old, and they're they're wandering pretty far away from like wherever their homes are. And I had to think about like when I was twelve, and I'd I be mean, out we on my pretty bike far. Yeah. with my friends, way out into the woods in the middle of fucking nowhere, and think, pretend to be we're fucking exploring places where we're just on someone's property. <laughs> Just doing shit like that. Yeah. Well, I used to I used to sneak into the, the orange groves and shit. Oh, get, really? Yeah. Get in trouble <laughs> for that some, all yeah, the time. Yeah, I did a lot of, like, fucked off shit, too. But, yeah, kids will be kids. Yeah, so they basically throw Maybe the dog so down the thing. And yeah, they throw the fucking dog in the well. Down dog in the well. And I, and I was thinking, I'm like, how many fucking animals are down there? Yeah, I wonder what else is down there. Because he, he throws a couple things because, in there. Yeah. And, uh, he, you know, Henry's freaking out. Or Mark is freaking out. Mark's like, what the hell? And then that's when Henry's yeah. like, I didn't mean to. I was yeah. just trying to scare him. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm super nice. Right, yeah. And Mark's getting a real uh, a real good look at... at like Starting to piece who, things together. Who yeah. this kid is. and So he starts making these like dark threats to Mark, too, that like sort of say, you know, you, you, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, no one's going to believe you type situation. Yeah, so. and then uh, they go back home. I think Mark sees a photo of him and his mom on like mm-hmm. the dresser and knocks off a bunch of paintings or pictures over. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talk about that. And then Henry's like, hey, I need to show you something in the shed. Yeah. This is uh, when we meet Mr. Highway. Mr. Highway. And um, Mr. Highway is this dummy. Yeah. And they, uh, he's like, what are we going to do? He's like, just come with me. Yeah, and just, I'll show you. It'll be fun. This is, the, I know you have some trivia on this, but I'll play the clip real quick. Um, sure. They go up to a bridge that's over like a, basically a giant freeway. They set Mr. Highway on the edge. And here's a little clip. Come on, Mr. Highway. Take a look. Poor Mr. Highway. He's thinking about the end. He's had enough of this terrible life. What? Say goodbye. No! That's now, so hopefully, hopefully that didn't scare you while you were is driving. Yeah, is everybody okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is Man. This, this is the one scene I I I remember, you remember the most. I remember the most from being a little kid because, yeah, oh my god! So he he chucks this fake dummy off a bridge and causes a massive pileup. Yeah, and it's I, a big one. Do you have the too. trivia? I do. Uh, yeah, go ahead and talk about that. There is a it's an unfortunate uh, piece of uh, information regarding this. So there were some Halloween pranksters in uh, Detroit that uh, attempted this. So, successfully and unfortunately uh it, it ended up resulting in the death of a pregnant woman mm-hmm. uh, i don't know when that happened it must have been in the late 90s maybe yeah and uh, it, also when this movie came out they they took it away from some theaters and they cut the scene well the scene was cut uh in the uk um for f- just because they didn't want people to see it and then they go know, do it try to yeah. reenact it and it didn't actually get the full uncut version of the movie wasn't released uh in the uk until 2002 on the DVD release, uh, and it's got like a, I don't know what rating system they use over there, but it's like an 18 and up kind of movie. It's like, like a rated R for us, yeah. but. Oh, I think, yeah, they do just do it by age, right? <clears throat> yeah, it's on the number. Or it's like it's like a, you know, a, stamp. a, a label. There it there is. You go. There it is. They, uh, <clears throat> they start running away, and Mark, you can just see in Mark's eyes, he's scared shitless, yeah. and Henry's just like, run, 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 and uh, the cops are 
Do you kind of see police coming by and they kind of duck, oh, yeah, they, the, duck, they duck into, the, into the, woods. the woods under the sewer. And I have the clip of this. It's kind of two clips back to back because this clip is very important. Yeah, it's, this is when you really, the their dynamic, because they, they get along at first. Their dynamic changes and, completely uh, after this. Mark just like sees him for who, what he is. And no one, he's right, no one's going to believe him. Yeah, and they're, they're kind of like, they're like under a bridge, like where mm. the sewer pipe would it's be. Like, like a like, cement pipe, yeah. Yeah, and uh, here's, it's, uh, here we go. Do you know what you did? Hey, come on. We did it together. You could have killed people. With your help. Hey, I didn't know you were going to do that. I feel sorry for you, Mark. You just don't know how to have fun. What? It's because you're scared all the time. I know. I used to be scared, too. That was before I found out. Found out what? That once you realize you can do anything, you're free. You could fly. Nobody can touch you. Nobody. Mark? Don't be afraid to fly. You're sick. Hey, I promised you something amazing. Something you'll never forget. Where's the gratitude? Yeah, man. It makes me want uh, Macaulay Culkin to have been a villain more. Yeah, no, he, he uh, we didn't talk about this, but just real quick, little tidbit, he did win an MTV movie award for best for villain. For this one? Yeah. Really? For best villain. That's cool. Yeah, little kid, you know. Yeah. Um, and Elijah Wood, you know, we, did, we didn't really, like, uh, talk about him a lot at the beginning here, but he he really crushes this. Yeah, he carries this movie. They they both do a great job. Yeah, and man. I would say this is Macaulay Culkin's best film. They yeah. uh, Mark... <clears throat> Says he's gonna tell his uncle. He's like, "Fuck yeah. this shit." I'm gonna and Henry's like, "Oh, really? Yeah, you're gonna do that? Okay, because I'll spin it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, dad. He already knows yeah. how to like. Who's uh, he gonna? He knows how to manipulate. Yeah, and uh, they're they're doing this in um in Henry's room is when they're talking about this, and his sister comes in, and Henry's like, "Didn't I tell you not to come in my room?" Yeah, and she like he like grabs her by the ears and she yeah, starts yeah. screaming, and so of course Henry jumps on, "Don't touch her, you yeah, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah. Or Mark does, you know, don't touch you, motherfucker, right. and starts. Um, they start fighting, yeah, and stuff like that. And she runs downstairs to tell the parents. Parents come right, up, they're fighting, and, they're like, and then you know they stop. Oh, we, we, oh, were, we just were just playing, playing you know. The Henry's Ugh. so oh. creepy. Way he like turns everything on, and... uh, dude. He's just sociopath. He just yeah. knows how to do it. It makes you wonder, like, because if, if a kid exhibits shit like that, like, how do you know they won't grow out of it? Like, do you think you're snuffing it out too soon? Well, I mean, it's the, it's that whole serial killer aspect. Like, yeah. you know, don't you know if you know kids that drown cats and all this. Yeah, stuff, there's you a know, good possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, and at the same time, because Henry realizes that Mark kind of is protective over Henry's sister. Right. So uh, Henry like, oh, that's threatens. Yeah, that's that the leverage. He him, goes, "Hey, you know, if you do anything, he threatens Mark, saying, um, I'll hurt my sister.' You know, type of deal. Yeah. Um, Mark's at the playground talking to the therapist. Well, he he has skipped his. Uh, well, he starts like following Quinn or with Connie. Yeah, Connie. Connie he's around. Keep, yeah, he's to, keeping like, an keep eye on her to yeah. make sure that Henry doesn't hurt her, or kill her, or whatever. Because clearly, Henry has killed before, and Mark's wise to it. So he's like following her around, and he skipped his therapy session, and then his therapist finds him at the playground, at the park, watching Connie, uh, yeah. watching Connie, and and uh, they have a 
a scene a little back and I forth. I didn't get that well, clip, but well, it's basically he's kind of saying he's like, "Hey, do you believe in evil? Do you believe in evil? You know, what if someone does something?" She's <laughs> like, "I don't believe in evil. I don't think people are bad." It's like, "What yeah. kind of fucking therapist are you? Yeah. Like, what books have you been well, reading?" Well, I'm sure it would, like it's open to interpretation. What is evil? Yeah, like, ideas but and truth sh- misplaced, perhaps. I don't know. I feel like she's not asking the right questions or something. Um, well, he says you should and walks away. Yeah. And just grabs Connie. They go home. He's like, I'm on this. I'm in this by myself. Uh, Mark's dad calls. Henry answers. And Henry says, oh, no, Mark's not here. Yeah. He's out. And he can see them outside. Yeah. You know, he just kind of hangs up the Being phone type of deal. Fucking dickhole. <clears throat> Evil little kid. <clears throat> so uh, I think this is when. This is where. Well, Mark asked her, that's just therapist about evil. And Henry takes, uh, it sort of, it takes joy in his, uh, mother's suffering. Cause it doesn't he like, Oh no, this like is- see her like kind of like grieving herself. Yeah. In, in, in the room. And he's like standing at the door, like kind of smirking. And then, yeah, that night Henry, uh, tells his parents that Mark wants to move into his dead brother's room. Cause he just wants to see his mother get all upset. Oh yeah. 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 yeah that's right. Like, yeah. Like like I said, Henry plays his mom like hardcore, like a fucking fiddle. Don't and then they like go, don't the parents like go out and they play yeah. like a weird game of hide and seek. Hide and seek and uh, kind of scares Henry a bunch, which uh, they, scares Mark. Yes, yeah, sorry, scares Mark. I keep getting like confused. Yeah, Henry scares the shit out of Mark because you know he's like, I'm gonna kill yeah. my sister. Yeah, type yeah, of yeah. Shit. So he like he spends the night at the foot of Connie's bed to make sure that like. Well, d- during the hide and seek, there was a little bit of trivia that he's wearing. Henry's wearing two different shoes it's oh, yeah, a black one, one black and a one, white one, one, one. one and i thought that maybe that was a cool thing of showing like the bipolarism of like him being evil and pretending i don't know i don't know either just black thought that was kind of interesting like good and evil like yeah i don't know just the, the whole dynamic dichotomy yeah that's a good word <laughs> uh so they do hide and seek yeah mark falls asleep on the floor in connie's room um he wakes up but Henry sneaks in sneaks in wakes up connie and they go ice skating so when mark wakes up he's like where's connie they're oh, already at the they're at miller's pond or yeah. something like that ice skating and he's fucking, like, gotta run yeah he mark's bolts. just i mean he's flooring it he's running so fast yeah Damn. he really he, he really like uh he goes he's all in yeah because he like he breaks windows and shit later to get to where he needs to go yeah no he's <laughs> he's not playing around no <laughs> And uh, he's getting places. Connie is skating with Henry. At, yeah, Miller's Pond. Um, they're kind of spinning around, like like because Henry's like got a hold of Connie, and they're yeah, skating he's real like fast, skating around in a circle, building yeah, momentum, building momentum, and then kind of flings her off into the thin ice section that's mm-hmm. been kind of barricaded off. Right, and she goes in she and slips right in and goes right through the ice, right through and the then ice. he kind of like crawls out to to look like he's going to help his own sister. Yeah. And she's like, help me. And he's just holding his hand. Like, not did no one else grab. see it? I think they're behind know. them. I have no idea. He's, it's, it's, you know, plot. But, you know, uh, yeah. So he was feigning uh, help by extending his hand and then letting his sister, like, like fumble for it and never grabbed her yeah. until she slipped underneath Under the, the ice. And then the like adults floating come. Away. Yeah, yep. the adults come with the axes and cut her out and she survives thank yeah. god um and then she's uh, recovering in the hospital when uh i think his mom his mom starts to get a little suspicious of his lies or is uh sort of his you know manipulations so well, she's like hanging out in the dark and he comes in and like well, grabs the pillow like he's not, gonna not, smother yeah her. not yet because uh 
Mark. This is where Mark talks to Henry's mom. Oh, they. She's. Oh yeah, they have yeah, their talk on the cliffside. I have a little clip first. about that. Yeah, here that. we go. So uh, Henry's mom is on, on her cliffside, like her thinking spot. Yeah. And uh, Mark walks up to talk to his aunt, and this is what we get. <clears throat> Just thank God she's all right. There's something I have to tell you. What? I'm not sure. I wasn't real close. At the pond. I don't think what happened at the pond was an accident. What, what do you mean? The ice was too thin. Henry was spinning her around. They were going way too fast. And he just let go. He threw her toward the thin ice. Mark? Henry said he hated her. What are you trying to tell me? I've told you. I'm telling you. Connie didn't just slip. You don't know what he is. Henry tried to kill Connie, and you could do it again. Oh, stop it. Stop it. That's a lie. Henry is my son. He's my little boy, and I love him. Don't ever come to me with these lies again. So, yeah, so it's... it. No one believes yeah. Mark. Anytime he says anything, they kind of do this. But yeah, this is where Henry... You see Henry going into Connie's yeah. um, hospital room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he's going for the pillow. And then his mom comes out of the shadows. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, doing, oh, ma. I'm just here. Just checking on her. Yeah. Ma, you know. And that's when I was like, he's he's leaving. And he goes, all right, I'll see you at home. And I was like, well, how far away is home? How did you get there? And, like, is your, your kid just transport himself throughout town? I think so. He just walks around. It's Maine. You know, <laughs> I, you I, know. I, I don't know. It could be a small enough town that we're. As if you were just supposed to accept that it's, you know, it's just right there. Yeah, that the hospital's just right yeah. there next to the bay or whatever. Um, Mark ends up calling his dad. Yeah. And he's like. And of course, dad doesn't believe him. Dad doesn't believe him. He's like, you know, you got to get down here. This shit's crazy. And he tells, she doesn't, he, just he, says, he go, says, go to the therapist. Go to the therapist, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, the, he, he actually does go there, but then Henry is already there. And Henry is talking to the therapist. Yeah, now. and like kind of spinning it yeah just get he's like oh i'm worried about mark and yeah. he starts to like feed her like with all this bullshit too so now he's got the whole the whole he's got a lot of plates spinning and he's got everybody like under his thumb but shit starts to he starts to lose his grasp um later that night um mark is going for a snack at night right uh i know he's at the treehouse at one point but i don't think don't they have like a, they have they have a little spat like at in the, the tree in house. the treehouse, yeah, and that's when um, Henry's like, "Mark, don't fuck with me." And I was like, "Oh shit, f bomb." Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so maybe that's the is that rated- the only f bomb. This, I mean, it is rated R, but is it rated R just because of the thematic? I think it's, the, I think it's the theming. Yeah, because you can say you can say fuck once in a PG thirteen movie. <clears throat> yeah, so that's fucking awesome. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I like, it, I like it when they do it in uh, in Marvel movies or uh, not Marvel movies, the, but like uh, the X Men movies. Yeah, the X Men. Yeah, yeah. When they did it where he's like, uh, where Wolverine's like, "Fuck off!" Yeah, and that's the only thing. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, all right." Uh, that night, you know, after Henry threatens Mark, Mark is kind of grabbing <clears throat> something, some food. Yeah, and he's midnight like, oh, go snack. ahead, eat. Yeah, go ahead. He's and like, eat. "Oh, he fucking poisoned it." Yeah, he basically his mind games are so like 
perfect. Like, just laid in. He's, it's hard-baked now that he can't trust anything. Anything. So he kind of suggests says. that the food has been poisoned. So Mark starts destroying all the food in the refrigerator. And Henry goes up to his parents, and he's like, he's like hey. hey, Mom, Dad, Mark went nuts. You <laughs> Mark's know? losing his Mark's marbles losing his down marbles. here. <laughs> and, I mean, and this is great acting well from Elijah played. Wood. You oh, can yeah. see, I mean, his face, he's, ah, like, he's jamming shit down the garbage disposal, stuff flying everywhere. Yeah, he's, he's, he's spastic. The, he's manic about it. He's like, no. Bleh. Like, I wonder, like, a lot of kids, I know we mentioned, like, child actors before on some of these movies, but, like, when kids just have that natural like innate ability to act it's like so much more effective like it's, uh, it's i think it's like a dime a dozen with child actors like, yeah but some like of them don't, don't the, always have that like really really get, that emotional grit i guess yeah, yeah. The, just that thing that just makes it believable i don't know elijah wood's one of those guys um he destroys the food they kind of <clears throat> send him into bed kind of lock the door type of deal don't right? they, don't they like stick him in a room and lock him into yeah it's, it's, it's like the room he was staying in the okay. little kids room um the next day henry's mom kind of she feels like something's up you mm. know she can tell something's not right so she goes to henry's um shed yeah and she's kind kind of poking around and now she's walking around did you see the doll on a noose in there? No, I didn't. Was yeah, there a there's doll like on this. A yeah, she just moves it like it's nothing. It's like this doll just hanging itself. Oh, that's not alarming. Yeah, but not this rubber duck is. Yeah, this. Yeah, she she. <laughs> <laughs> Damn duck. She she like kind of hits something. It's kind of our mascot now, man. Yeah, I know. The and uh, a duck falls from behind like a picture or something. I suppose. Yeah. Oh no, it was behind the mask. Okay. Yeah, there's like a mask hanging on the wall, and the duck and fell out. This duck belonged to to. His Richard. little Richard, yeah. yeah. So Henry's little brother, who drowned in the bathtub, mm-hmm. and fucking Henry walks in. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you doing?" And here? he's like, "Where did you find that? That's mine." Yeah, and then she's trying to ask him, like, "Where did you get it?" Well, yeah, she's like, "This is Richard's." This he's is like, Richard's. Yeah, but it was mine yeah, first. But, yeah, it was mine first. She's like, "You know, I was looking everywhere. Why didn't you tell me?" And yeah. she's like, "Well, I just wanted something." And then he kind of spins it. Oh, I just wanted something to remind remember, me of yeah. Richard. But it's but really he, a trophy for his kill. Yeah, it's a tr- it's his first kill type of thing. Yeah. And sh- I think the mom's slowly getting that something's not right. Yeah, something's real up here because I think it was that rubber duck was in the tub when he drowned. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. she couldn't find it. Right. So it's like, how did you get this? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. Um, Blobbity blue blue. Blobbity blue blue blue. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then fucking Henry grabs it from his mom. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Give it to me. Yeah, it's that's, mine. That's where I was like, okay, he's definitely uh, has some possession. Loses. Issues, yeah. Loses you know? is fucking cool. And, and I think that's why he's like his attitude. Cha- well, not only is he just want to hurt people, but his attitude towards uh, towards Mark changes because he sees the budding relationship between his aunt and his cousin. Yeah. Uh, the motherly and they're love. both grieving in their own way too which is a big thing so like the mom is upset because she lost her baby homeboy's upset he lost his mom and now they both have uh, a sort of a surrogate from uh, an emotional connection yeah each uh, you know and so Henry hates that yeah he grabs the duck and what does he do with the rubber duck throws it down a fucking well yeah, throw, yeah if I can't have it no nobody can, can have it yeah. yeah and that's that's his whole deal I think that's his whole this whole world is. I think like, it's like this is where I throw the problem. Gotta have where what what I need when I want it when I want it. I'm a fucking sociopath. <laughs> um, Mark finds Henry practicing crying. Really? When did that happen? 
when when he goes up like the next day oh. he's like crying in the mirror he's like did you cry at your mom's funeral yeah that's right are you supposed to cry at your mom's funeral and he's like homeboy what? grabs the scissors yeah so yeah. so henry's like practicing crying and mark's like what are you doing and he's like you know did you cry at your mother's funeral yeah because you know, I'm just practicing in case it ever happens for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and he's yeah, like, "Oh yeah, he my god, you're gonna mom. kill your mom." Yeah. So uh, Mark Elijah Wood we'll basically in the well? grabs the fucking like That's some scissors. They were like crafting scissors. Yeah, yeah. Because they're like that really like, shiny and like it right under his fucking. Uh, he's like on the bed, like I'll fucking murder you. Yeah. He's like, go ahead, just push. Yeah, just push it in. Push pretty hard though. Yeah, I'm which like, means fuck. that he's done it before, or, something, or, or, at least or he read he, about it. Yeah, he's got to know that you know. You got to break through all that and shit. He's like, the blood will go everywhere. And then the uncle runs in and he's like, Mark, he's what like, the fuck ah. are you doing? Oh, he's like, Dad, help. Yeah. And like, like turns it around. Grabs. Makes him look like the killer. Yeah. Grabs Henry or grabs Mark and throws him in like the study. Yeah. That's it's. Yeah. Something he's like, you something won't like listen. That. Yeah. He like locks him in there. So he just got a view of the outside of the house. Yeah. It's like a like a like a sunroom. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Very much like that. And uh, Florida room, a Florida, a Florida. I was gonna say Florida yeah. room, but I'm like, not a lot of people know what a Florida room people is. Like is that what they call? call them? Carolina rooms. I think yeah, it's, 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 it's a just it's, a I think fucking room a with a lot of glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he sees out there um, in the Carolina room. He sees uh, Henry walking with his mother. Yeah, because uh, Henry intercepts her. He's like, "Oh, mom, let's go take um, one of those walks." Yeah, like we that used we to. used to do. Ba, 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 ba. And uh, along this walk, Susan like just asks Henry outright. A question, and here it is. Yes. Henry. Henry. Yes, Mom? You have to tell me the truth now. What happened the night Richard died? Don't you know? I'd like to hear it from you. I was downstairs playing. Henry. Don't lie to me, all right? Just don't lie to me. Now, you tell me. Did you kill Richard? What if I did? What? Well, um... What, Mom? We'll get you help. You don't look too good, Mom. Looks like you need the help. You have to trust me, Henry. No. No, I can't. You just want to send me away, don't you? No, no, I don't. You want to put me in one of those places? No, Henry. Well, I'd much rather die, you hear me? I'd much rather be dead. Henry. Henry, no. Henry! So, yeah, he says he's going <clears> to <throat> fucking kill himself, and he runs away, and the mom starts chasing. Yeah, and he knows where he's leading her. He's taking her to her, taking her, her thinking spot, spot. Yeah. and she runs out, doesn't see him, and he <clears throat> pops up behind her, and he's like, hi, mom, and then, like, shoves her. Yeah. Like, pushes her. She rolls over the side and, like, grabs, like, a random branch. You can, when she falls, you can definitely see the string oh, yeah. attached to her. They her. didn't really do very well on that. Um but yeah, and she's like hanging on the cliff, and then he grabs like this big ass rock, and yeah. he's like, "I'm gonna fucking murder you!" And then who comes? Fucking Mark. Well, because earlier when he sees him, Mark pushes a chair through the glass. He's yeah. like screaming, "Susan, he's like, Susan!" And he's like, "Fuck this!" And where did the uncle go? I don't know. You know, he just kind of walked In that away. Giant three story house. You wonder they can hear any goddamn thing. <laughs> and you don't hear like a giant like chair going through a window, right? I know. Uh, well, he was booking it too, so he, he catches up to them and he tackles tackles uh, Henry. 
Yeah, uh, tackles Mark tackles Henry. Mark yeah. tackles Henry. Yeah, and they have a little like a roll around fight on this cliffside, and all the while uh, the mom uh, Susan she's sort of like uh, climbing to the herself, top. Yeah. She sort of climbs back and around in a roundabout way, um, just as their tussle sends them both over the over cliff. the edge, and now they are dangling, or she is dangling both of them. Yeah, each she's arm. holding on to them, both of them for each arm. <clears throat> And it's uh, a pretty, it's a pretty powerful. Yeah, moment. this is a powerful moment. Like uh, Henry is holding on pretty tight, and uh, but Mark is slipping, mm-hmm. and the entire time uh, Henry's like, "Mom, I need your other hand." Mom, I need your other hand. Like saying, "Drop fucking Mark yeah, and yeah. save me." And, and Mark is also saying, "I'm slipping." Yeah, but he's not. Right. He well, wasn't. He, Mark was. He's like hanging onto her thumb. No, Mark. I'm saying Henry wasn't oh, slipping. Oh no, Henry, Henry had, two hands had a good. On. Yeah, yeah, two hands good. on. But he's like, "Mom, I'm slipping." Blah blah right. blah blah, and. Frickin' Mark is about to fall. Yeah, and she knows and she can't save them both. She can't save them both, and what does she do? She drops her own son. She yeah. drops Henry to his death. She's like, nah, shakes him off. Yeah, and Macaulay <laughs> Culkin did the fall for yeah. a little bit. Um, he did, yeah, it was all him, all that wire yeah, work. did you write that him. down? I did, I got, actually got a good good amount about this scene in particular. But uh, which is when we finish it. In the movie, yeah. Um, saves him. Henry falls to his death, hits the rocks below. You see the body, some blood, and she pulls up Henry. Mm. They kind of have a long hug. Mark. Mark, God, I keep doing that. <laughs> she saves Elijah Wood. Yes. Okay. Saves Elijah Wood. And they're hugging. And it kind of fades down. And it kind of fades back up. And you see uh, Mark at the same spot we saw him at the beginning. Right. In that kind of deserty yeah, wasteland type of thing. He's just standing on some dunes or some rocks. Yeah, some dunes. And this is kind of the end of the movie. And I kind of really like the end yeah. of this. And here it is. Henry is gone, and the rest of us are safe. But sometimes, late at night, I find myself thinking, not about Henry, but about Susan, and wondering, if she had it to do over, would she make the same choice? I guess I'll always wonder, but I know I'll never ask. And it just kind of fades out, and that's yeah. the end of the movie. Kind of has like an. Upward. It's a short. It's a short movie. It it's was eight, short, It's eighty yeah. minutes. It's it's not even an hour and a half long. No, uh, it's about an hour and twenty seven minutes exactly. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a quick. I, I like I said, I think it's like a kind of a rainy day movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because the whole movie is super gloomy and gray, uh, and then like the tone of the movie as well is you know. It's about grief, and then that's, you get a sociopathic kid thrown in the mix, and so I just I like it, that it ending where it's like, what if she dropped Mark and saved Henry? Like, oh, I know. Or like, it's it's also too bad that this character is compelling as he is. Like, didn't get the chance to get older and see what else, he, what what he could have become. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. <clears throat> or what if what if these tendencies are just like dormant in this whole family, and maybe the little <laughs> sister uh, becomes a fucking oh, no. weird. Yeah, because she know? was tortured as a kid. And right? Yeah, so it rubbed off. She's like, ah, I'd fucking my brother killed the good daughter. My my older my first brother, and then um, he I'll, tried to kill me. I'll carry and on. Your mom legacy. killed him, and now I gotta kill mom, <laughs> and then dad's gonna kill her, <laughs> and then we'll be back to square one. Oh man. <clears throat> Uh, do you want to talk about that scene? Yeah, that yeah, scene is cool because uh, that whole um, well, they, it's it's supposed to be uh, like the coast, the Atlantic coast, uh, but it's I think it was actually shot on a lake in Minnesota. Oh, really? Because uh, mm-hmm. they couldn't find a good enough like rock uh, outcropping like overlook mm-hmm. uh, that was good. So when they scouted, they found this scene. 
or this spot, and they decided, you know, this is going to be our, our, our place for when we film the scene. And uh, they actually built um, another piece of the cliff on top of the cliff that they're on. So what you're seeing is actually just like a like a, like a foam, styrofoam, oh, gotcha. rubber piece. Um, to make it kind of... Uh, so they could perform bit. on it okay. while wearing harnesses and roll around, and it wouldn't actually harm Hurt themselves yeah. because it's fucking rocks or stones, you know. So uh, and underneath were like riggings for like the stunt coordinators and everyone to hang out underneath and like oh, use cool. the pulley systems and shit. And so yeah, they they did that scene with uh, Macaulay Culkin falling, um, and he actually did it, and he did like a thirty foot drop on a wire. Um, so and they just like removed the wire and post or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, he worked, the both of them worked with those stunt coordinators you know, extensively. It, well, it's what, it's why he did like what oh, made he, him yeah, do he had a bargaining, it. Chip. he had a bargaining chip, which I think is pretty funny for a kid. Yeah. You know? He, uh, his condition for doing the stunt himself would be to, he would get a BB gun. Yeah. This so, and he got his BB gun. Such a little kid thing to say. Oh, I know, like, I'll do it if I can get a BB gun. Get a BB gun. <laughs> um, let's see what else I had. I had something else. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, G- Jack's dad drives a, an 82 Jeep CJ7. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to mention that at the beginning, but I didn't really. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice, you know, it's a good 90s Jeep. Or yeah, it's Jeep, perfect. It's perfect for his hair in this movie, too. <laughs> he has some good hair. Uh, it's got that 90s do that you would see a lot on like on like on Howie Mandel or Jerry Seinfeld where Just it was like, slightly long in the back, but not enough. It wasn't like quite feathered. It was curly, but. Yeah, I hated it. Still hate it. My dad wore his hair like that, too. And it it just looks stupid. It's that MacGyver, but not as much. Exactly. Um, this is the second film where Macaulay Culkin's character died, and I think it's the, these are only two. Uh, oh yeah, my girl. Yeah. yeah Spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yeah, we already mentioned that it was the only time that he was a villain in a movie. And this movie was also partly inspired by The Bad Seed. Okay. Um, the director on this movie is actually uh, Joseph Rubin. Uh, who directed Ruben? Ruben, I love that joke. <laughs> Come to Red Ruben. Yeah. Uh, he directed Dreamscape, uh, Sleeping with the Enemy, The Stepfather, and uh, Return to Paradise, which is a great movie from 1998. Uh, he I've also seen that one. Uh, it's Vince Vaughn, Anne Heche, and uh, Joaquin Phoenix. There are three travelers and are in Malaysia, and then Joaquin Phoenix's character gets busted with drug possession. And it's thrown into a Malaysian prison. Oh, shit. And his friends come back to the States, and they're like, fucking, what do we got to do? We got to go get him. We, gotta, we can't leave him in Malaysia. It's a pretty. It's like when like Vince Vaughn was like still young and fresh and coming up in the Hollywood. And he gotcha. Did a, did a lot of dramas. He was doing like uh, the Psycho remake and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. same year, too. Yeah. Uh, he also, Joseph Rubin also directed Gorp. Gorp? You ever heard of Gorp? No, I don't think so. It's about this, uh, these servers that work in this like summer camp for like Jewish kids. <laughs> well, they, Gorp. They probably got some Red Rubens. <laughs> red Rubens, oi. Uh, so in, and it was written, yeah, written by Ian McHugh, and we already mentioned that. He's an English yep. novelist who uh, just finished his book, The Child in Time, which I guess Christopher Hitchens said it was his masterpiece. Um, I like me some Hitch. So uh, when it was after he finished this book, he was approached by a 20th Century Fox to write a screenplay about evil, but also involving children, because what's fucking creepier than a child? Who is evil? Yeah, I like guess. the like the omen or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's creepier than normal evil. And uh, he says, uh, Ewan recalls or McEwen recalls, the idea was to make a low budget film but high class. <clears throat> and so, even though it was uh, pretty well received, the script was deemed insufficiently commercial, and they uh, they they uh, <clears throat> they decided to go against it. Sorry. <clears throat> 
And it, um, it floated around Hollywood for a while until it was discovered by a producer, Mary Ann Page. Now, Page loved the script and tried getting it uh, into production for about three and a half years. At one point, it had Brian Gilbert set to direct, and in 88, Michael Klesik was cast as Henry, but the film uh, would get put on hold and uh, because of, due to the lack of funding. So after the success of movies like Home Alone and Silence of the Lambs, Fox decided to revisit the project, thinking that you know the bankability of Macaulay Culkin and then that sort of extreme thriller, yeah, like that that opened up the way. So they figured, oh, let's you know, let's. Uh, I think there's a, a market for this movie now. So um, Fox decided to revisit the project, and McEwen was optimistic. And by November '91, sets were being built, uh, but everything came to a halt due to Kit Culkin. Uh, Macaulay's father and manager, who at the time was uh, pretty notoriously influential in Hollywood. Um, he was known to shake things up due to you know his son's stardom. And he wanted his son to star in this film so he could prove that Macaulay was capable with such a dark role. Yeah. So he made his son's part in this film a condition for Macaulay's return in Home Alone 2. So they said if he won't give him this part, he's not going to do Home Alone yeah, 2. Yeah, because it's Fox and they did Home Alone also. Right, right. And the uh, the start date was actually pushed back a year for this movie um, so that they could do Home Alone 2. Uh, and that changed some of the cast, which brought in... Um, there was a, Mary Steenburgen, I think, was on it originally. Um, Michael Lehman, I think, was actually the original director as well. Um, but because of Kit Culkin's uh, demands, he actually got Ruben on the, on the film because he and the first guy had creative differences. <clears throat> uh, and then and, and because they got pushed back, also it allowed that uh, Elijah Wood to join the cast. Uh, Kit Culkin, Culkin, Kit Culkin, but also later demand that his daughter be in the film uh, as well. So that happened, as well as his other son. Uh, and the budget then kind of increased because of his involvement. And then McEwen found himself doing more rewrites to simplify the story uh, to satisfy the director's more mainstream sensibilities. And then he was actually removed from the project altogether uh, when they commissioned a new screenwriter. <laughs> But but McEwen was awarded sole writing credit uh, in arbitration when he contested the shared credit. Good. Yeah. So, it's like, I wrote this thing, you're going to fire me? Yeah. So there was a lot going on there, especially with uh, Culkin's dad. Uh, and then Macaulay ended up uh, sort of, quote unquote, retiring from acting at around the age 14. And he didn't do a whole lot in, uh, later. Until, well, he did, he did like the some stuff movie. in like, yeah, Party he, Monster he did a couple other things. Uh, and he, he's doing a lot of, he's been on a couple of podcasts and stuff. And yeah. he was talking like Joe Rogan at one point. And yeah, he's having a he's bit of a comeback. A renaissance in yeah, a way. I think he's kind of just saying, hey, you know, it's been long enough. Yeah. There's, there's, the, the Roger Ebert gave this a half star. A half star? A half star. Because he considered it creepy, un, a creepy, unpleasant experience deemed inappropriate for kids. And then I wrote no, down, shit, it's not Roger Ebert is a moron. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Like, he, there are kids in it, but it's not for kids. No, it's, it's a radar film, so yeah. you automatically know it's not for children. Exactly. And creepy, like, unpleasant experience. That's what the movie's supposed to do. Yeah. Wait, so he didn't like it for those reasons? Yeah, he said... Even it, though the movie, what, that was his intention? Yeah, he said it was a creepy, unpleasant experience deemed inappropriate for Did children. He, he gave it a half star because it, it guess it creeped him out. Well, that's the movie's supposed to do. It's not yeah, supposed to no be... Yeah, no shit. And it was also because, you know, a lot of people went and saw, and saw you know, Macaulay Culkin... Yeah. Oh, he's going to be a Home Alone fun thing. And, right, and they just doing something. And then later on, Siskel and Ebert gave it two thumbs down. And it oh, was just oh, like... Oh, gee whiz. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's I think the only time where I'm really like, dude, Ebert, I know you're dead. I mean, we're not always gonna. We're not always gonna agree, critics or reviewers, but but just creepy, unpleasant experience. It's it's Meg. My my wife was watching it. She had never seen it. Oh yeah. And we kind of asked her what she thought. She's like, I just kind of was waiting for it to be over. Because <laughs> she's like, she liked it, but she's like, it just it's, it, it, it creeped her out. It's a lot of tension, yeah, because you don't know what Henry's capable of or what's going to happen. Because with the child, and you know, especially especially you don't the think great of a kid is a, I think this is the best acting Macaulay Culkin's ever done. Yeah, is in this film. Personally. He was in a, he was in a really great. Uh, he's in the the um, <laughs> the internet series Angry Video Game Nerd. He made an appearance as the pizza guy from Little Nemo's. On, on Angry Video Game Nerd, and they reviewed the Home Alone uh, video games on that show. Nice. Um, let's see. So, Elijah Wood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a duck in here. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, a giant duck just ran over to Zach's chair. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and underneath it. Quack, 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 quack. Hey, everyone, this is Fish. Just pop it in to let you know that you can support the show by going to duckandtheusher.com and uh, joining our Patreon, where you'll become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, where you'll get exclusive content like live streaming, which will come in the future, and other little perks. You'll also be added to our private Facebook group. And don't forget to follow us also on Instagram and Twitter at duckandtheusher. So we had to take a little break there for a second because uh, (laughs) Zach decided to bomb my... Studio. <laughs> uh, so you're talking about uh, Elijah Wood, I think. Yeah, I was just. Uh, I really liked him in this movie because he's. A, he was really great in a lot of movies back in the day, and I was a fan of his even from you know when I was very very young. And I just wanted to like run through some of the cool shit that he's been in that I really liked. Yeah, um, he said Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings, obviously. Wilfred. I loved Wilfred. That's I a remake, too. actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'd never seen the original. Didn't they? Isn't it the same? Same actor. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, who played the dog the was Aussie, in the right? yeah was in the original. Okay, isn't he in that new one that the holistic guide uh, uh, detective or something? I think so. He he's, may- he's in Sneaky Pete. I think is he in Sneaky Pete? No, maybe no. I'm thinking of someone. It's else. like some. Dirk Gently's holistic guy yeah, that's the that one. thing. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. See, he made all of his money in Lord of the Rings, and now he just has fuck you money, and he I can mean, just do whatever the hell he wants. You see, well, you should see his body of work. I mean, you should. I mean, you have. Uh, like, Green remember, Street Hooligans is probably Green one of my Hooligans, favorites. Yeah. They should do I, that. I'm never going to mention that one. But I don't think uh, FIFA's or the World Cup is coming on anything. Deep soon. Impact. Well, there's all kinds of like soccer, soccer yeah. tournaments like every year. Deep Impact was a good one of his. I remember like his other early stuff was like, or, like Radio Flyer. Yeah, I think... Uh, uh, Huck Finn. Did Hulka say that we should do that one? Someone said Radio, Radio Flyer. Flyer. I think my buddy Joe said that. Okay. Yeah, because I know someone said Radio Flyer, and that's a that's also a deep movie. That's a... Radio Flyer? It's, I've been a long time since uh, I've seen well, it's, that. You know, it's Abusive Parent and yeah. stuff like that. And I forget the other kid's name, but he was in Jurassic Park. The kid from Jurassic Park? The other, Yeah, the other kid. Oh, okay. Elijah I know who you're talking Radio about. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Tim something. Yeah. I forget. Um, I think his character's name was Tim. You ever see North? Never saw North. I saw you were done Flipper. I remember Flipper. that. Flipper. With Paul Hogan. With fucking Paul Hogan. I yeah. were talking about Paul Hogan again over here. <laughs> and Australia. Um, I knew there was going to be... A, I, I was, yeah, Huck Finn. That was going to be fun to... like. Uh, and of course, Back to the Future Part 2. Back to the Future Part yeah. 2, for sure. Did you know he was the voice of Spyro the Dragon? No. I did not I know that. I used to play Spyro all the time. Yeah, that, that was, was one of my favorite Wood, games. Wow. <laughs> Everything is Illuminated is a movie with him uh, from like 2005 where he plays Jonathan Safran Froer. Froer? The uh, writer, I've never seen and that. it's um, it's set in the Ukraine. Like he he's 
of Ukrainian descent. Uh, so he's got family, extended family over there. So he goes over to the Ukraine to uh, to do something, some kind of like final wish for a dead family member or mm-hmm. something. And he meets this guy named, uh, I forget the character's name, but he's played by Eugene Hutz, who's the lead singer of uh, Gogo Bordello, that gypsy punk band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The start wearing purple. Yeah, guy. start wearing the purple. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, they made a movie about that guy. He Well, he's in this fucking movie, and it's really, really good. And I, I saw it, and it's actually the first time I heard the song, too, because when the credits play, it's that fucking start wearing yeah. the purple. <laughs> which, which I think is like the, the, it became popular here because I think it was the, Orlando City Soccer, I think, was using that. Oh, really? They're using it? Well, when they came, cool. when they started, because they're purple, yeah, the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, it would be, I remember like hosting karaoke one day. And oh, fun. A bunch of people came in like, can you play this song for us? And they're all up there like, ah, and they're having a great da, da, time. Da, da, da. So I'm guessing yeah. it's like a, a fan. Yeah. Like a hula uh, Oh, that's cool. Like, that's like one of their fucking their, anthems now. Yeah, I guess. That's fun. It's The song's about like. He's, he's saying uh, to a woman that he knows who he thinks is going crazy that you should, maybe you should start wearing purple mm. because he knew this old woman who was nuts. And she wore purple all, all the, time. the time. So he it's thinks. It's my favorite color. <clears throat> royal, Me too. royal purple. Son of a bitch. Mine too. Royal all right, purple. cool. Um, yeah, and that's. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> Elijah Wood does some ballsy stuff too. He was in this zombie movie called Cooties. I saw the trailer for that. I almost. Because <laughs> I think it's on Hulu or something. I almost yeah. watched it. It's and, cool. And I was like, this looks really bad. He plays like a like a school teacher, and he's yeah. like super like like frail and feeble. He's a, he's a little guy. Anyway. Yeah, and, and then they the kids get cooties. They all turn into zombies. And yeah, like the, yeah. I, I watched the trailer, and I'm like, I don't know if this is gonna be worth my time. Uh, <laughs> Sin City. He was at Creepass. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, I, uh, he did I a movie on called like, Open Windows, uh, which I don't think was very good. Um, but he it was him and Sasha Gray, the former porn star. Huh. Sasha Gray. If you've seen her work, she's a fine mattress actress. <laughs> Mattress, mattress, mattress. I've never heard that before. That's a good one. <laughs> and uh, and there was one other one that he, oh he was he's in this movie that's on Netflix called I'm Not at Home in This World Anymore, hmm. where uh, it's it's a dark comedy where he's this weird asshole who listens to metal and works out in his backyard. I think he he loves dark comedies. Yeah, he's good at them again because he I mean he made his he made his fuck you money from Lord <laughs> of the Rings and now yeah. he can kind of pick and choose whatever the hell he wants. Oop, I hit my mic. Whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Um, There's no no sign of stopping. I'm. Do you have any more? No, that's that's all I really have. I'm that's, giving this four ducks. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four four fucking ducks too. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. like I was thinking five, but it it does have its tendencies. I don't think it's a it's a perfect five, but I think this it's a been, good movie. This yeah. is a great movie. It would have been more of a fiver for me if it was a little more in. I don't want to say involved, but if it wasn't as simple story yeah it's really short they could have it could have been a little substance. yeah they could have been a little more a little more backstory yeah i think a little more from henry and like maybe maybe the family's in inter- because it's pretty isolated like what if the family had more of an interaction with like a larger community and, and henry it, it, gets a fuck around it's weird more. for me to say this but i kind of wanted like a flashback scene yeah of him like drowning his little brother yeah i feel like that would have you, you never see him kill anybody on screen no nobody nobody dies on screen <clears throat> right looks, well, like when except he hits, for him <laughs> except for him but like the dog when he shoots the dog i hear yeah. you yeah. know and then them hauling it away and yeah. stuff like that so you never see which is good i die. think i think that's good you don't want to you want the movie to i think to stand on its own power i think it gives the suspense the moment yeah the suspense the suspense is, is like things, showing things happen off screen yeah and it's like whoa it's so it lets your imagination kind of exactly because when ride. you get real gratuitous with like you know special effects unless it's like a gore heavy film 
I mean, that's one thing, but usually the, those types of films lack a lot of substance in the writing. And, and, and I do give it four ducks because when you watch this movie and you watch it with someone else, you want to talk about it. You yeah. want, it's not a movie where you just went, you're not, not easily. You're not going, oh, wow, that was nice. About it. Yeah, yeah, I know you're going to sit on the porch and go like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You know? um, <clears throat> Good pick, Chris. Yeah. Thank you uh, again, guys. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, if you're part of our Facebook, not even the private group, just you like us on Facebook. Yeah. Don't be afraid to say, hey, you know, yeah, do a little shout out. Hey, do you guys think about this one? Because people do it all the time and I'll, I'll like it and I'll, I'll yeah, write it down. I'll, I'll talk. I know my buddy Justin Parker brought up uh, that movie, that Batista movie. Uh, uh, did I see? I, I think I remember him saying that. What's that movie? Bushwick. Bushwick. Uh, I saw that one. The, I, I it was I cool. That. It's basically about like a second civil war starting, but in New York. Like these these militiamen come in and start attacking parts of uh United or New York hmm. and then and then eventually like like US the city forces. or is it like yeah they're like starting Albany like, or they're something starting like that. in the city in Bush, uh, Bushwick is a neighborhood is like a, a borough maybe uh, I don't know, in New York City it, maybe, <clears> it's well, like Bronx I, and Queens and well so it's Bushwick. A, yeah I don't think Bushwick is a borough it's probably like how Astoria is part of Queens so it might be oh, in one like it might be a little little neighborhood inside of the like Forest oh, okay. Hills inside of Queens well the like whole that. movie kind of takes place there and it's it's sort of like one of those like one shot long take movies oh nice where they have like just hidden stitches through hidden throughout uh, it's pretty cool and I, I like Batista even though he's like kind of a weak weak actor I think he's got a good on screen presence and. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much hit everything. The I think next nailed it all, bro. Yeah. Next week is what is next week the fourteenth. On the fourteenth, we are doing because of the release oh. of the new Star Wars film coming out, Rise of right, Rise, the of, Rise of Skywalker. Skywalker. Um, we are going to be doing the, the Ewok, Ewok adventures. adventures. Yeah. And uh, some Star Wars fans remember these. I had them on. I think we like taped them. Like, I don't think I actually owned it. I think it was like the VHS where my dad's like, well, kid, yeah. this will. In high school, it. I had the DVD re releases of. They're expensive. The Ewok adventure. I tried to look them up. What's it called? It's it's the Caravan of Courage and the Battle for Endor. Yeah, there's two of them, right? And then, yeah. And then there was uh, there was an animated movie for droids called Droids. <laughs> oh, that's and, a stretch. Right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then there was also like a series with the droids in it as well that was short lived. All, all that happened in the 80s. <clears throat> so, instead of uh, talking about any number of other Disney-made a lot Star Wars movies, we're going to talk about stuff that's... A lot of people wanted us to do the Christmas special, and I'm like, I really don't want to do the uh, Christmas special. Maybe we'll do it next year. <laughs> um, the Ewok films, I think they're, they are available to rent on Amazon Prime. <clears throat> I didn't see anywhere where it was free. Each one's about an hour and a half themselves. So yes, yeah, so we're going to cover both. We're going to cover both, so it's going to be kind of a double feature. Mm -hmm. Um we're going to really glaze over it. We're not going to go into super detail. We're not sure what we're going to do yet. Gloss over it? Gloss over it. I'm making donuts. No. Now I'm hungry. I want some donuts. Yeah, I want some donuts. Glaze. Let's go get donuts. Let's go get donuts. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh. I'm Fish. And uh, you've been listening to Duck and the Usher. Quack.